tell our guests exactly who you are, what do you have to bring to the world. So you got the floor, Don. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us in this test. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Again, Dawn Leak. Um, I am a transformation life coach, a international speaker, a best-selling author, as well as a health and wellness coach. And my mission is, you know, just to empower people to do it scared. You know, if you don't like it, just change it. You won't die, I promise. <laughs> so um I I definitely I I love working with successful professionals um that are speaking more. Sometimes we, you know, society says we have it all, but we're just it's just we're not happy. So um those are the the people that I love to work with um just to help them find their more, you know. We we all have a, a passion in us, and, um, you know, sometimes it gets a little bit put aside when we, we go through life and we're doing everything for everybody, and, you know, um, especially women, you know, we go through being the daughter and the mother and the wife and all that. Sometimes we lose ourselves in the midst of that. So um, I love accompanying people on their journey to finding themselves again. Awesome, awesome. Well, um, one thing I'd like to um, for the audience to know, just a little bit more in depth about you, and I know you've been chosen to be one of the top 100 women to, to know on the Gulf Coast for the last three years running, and also as you've been a you know chosen as a woman of achieving um, entrepreneur finalist. That is a great accomplishment, Don. I mean, that's thank like, you so you much. So tell me uh, that you're the the, the most uh, person to know on the Gulf Coast out of the hundred women. I mean that's that's an honor. So tell me about what makes you. Uh, why were you chosen to be that person? Well, I I think Tess, the biggest thing, and and you know it, it's not like I'm this extraordinary you know person. You know what it takes, Miss Tess, is it just takes showing up. Um, that's that that is the biggest the biggest key to any any type of success is just continue to show up. Um, one of the things that I um, focused in on a few years back because here on the coast I'm from the Chicagoland area, so I really didn't know anybody here on the coast at all when I moved here, and so. Being in the business world, um, I just didn't know anyone. And I attended the Success Women's Conference um, back a few years ago. And I just thought, oh, my gosh, I never knew anything like this existed with all of these people. You know, all these women, powerful women and women, you know, just wanting to do more. And um, so I decided that day at the Success Conference that I wanted to start my own business that I wanted to be a speaker, I wanted to be a coach, um, and I just kind of really didn't know how to go about it. But I knew that I couldn't do it on my own. I needed to network. I needed to, um, you know, build a tribe. And so I did my research, and, you know, I joined the Chamber of Commerce, uh, different women's groups, and it was very um, scary because I didn't know anyone. Um, 
but I just kept showing up. I just kept showing up, kept showing up. And, um, you know, you have to push past that fear and um, just just go where you, you know. My motto is, one of my mottos is, don't get in where you fit in. Get in where you want to be. And so you have to be intentional. You have to be intentional on where you, you want to be. And so I strategically placed myself where I wanted to be and just continued to show up. And the more you show up, you kind of won't have to introduce yourself too many times, you know, where, where you get that uneasy <laughs> feeling about I don't know. Because they're going to start coming to you wondering who in the world is this woman that just shows up every for every single thing. And that was me. Yeah. And, I mean, I was out networking, you know, five nights a week. So that's awesome. You know, show up. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I mean, you you know, it's all about being persistent, and you're persistent. That's how you were able to, you know, you made a decision when at the women's conference. conference um, and gosh, that that right there is a the decision kept you be the person that you are today. You were persistent, and you just kept showing up. And I like that about you. So that's <laughs> for all our audience out there that are listening. Just think about what you can do. Uh, to just start showing up, and Don has is a perfect example of a person who made a decision. And Don, I just, I just say hats off to you because when you decide on something, look what happens. You start showing yeah. up everywhere. Yeah, I like that. and that's just it. You know, it starts showing up, and um, you know, build relationships network with people but I mean not just you know just out talking to people build collaboration that's the biggest yeah. piece of it is is collaborating with other people and seeing what what y'all can create together and once you start collaborating with people instead of being in competition with others um, you know beautiful awesome things happen um, just yeah. when you work together and you know um, Two is always more powerful than one. Awesome, awesome. I love that. So what can you really um, share with our audience? The key to you making a decision to do all the things that you've done. What would, what was your what would you could say your number one reason that this is that, that it happened? I would say my number one reason was that in living most of my adult life um, being subservient to others, I had really lost myself. And it, it was just, you know, sometimes you can hear one person say one sentence and it can change the whole trajectory of your life. So mm-hmm. as I as I sat at that conference, at the Success Women's Conference, um, Cheryl Wood was speaking. And, you know, she, she, just, she just had a few lines. And, and one of the things she said was, what are you doing? What exactly are you doing? And so I sat there and I thought, what am I doing? You know, what am I doing? And I had always wanted to speak, but it was just one of those things that I just put, in, you know, on the back burner. I just put it in the back because there wasn't time for that. You know, I had a life and a family and and all of that. And then the second thing she said was, why? 
why are you not walking in your purpose? And I sat there, and the tears just started rolling down my face. And I thought, you know, why? Why do I never follow my own dreams? Why? Mm. And so as I sat there, I made the decision right then, this is it. I am not going to put myself on the back burner any longer. And from that day forward, I was just kind of full speed ahead, you know, um, doing my research, seeing seeing what needed to happen. Um, but fear, fear is the is the thing that will stop you dead in your tracks. Yes, and I agree with you. Yes, you have to push push through that fear um, and, and break it down. How how I. You know, I was so fearful at the beginning because here I am. I don't know anybody here on the coast. I don't know how to be a speaker. You know, I want to do something that I have no idea how to do. Um, Okay. You know, I broke down the fear. And and this is how I make make my way through fear because I'm a very, um, most people don't know, but I'm a very anxious person. So, like, if I change around the furniture in the living room, I've said this before, it makes me anxious. Because it's different. I mean, I'm just that type of person. So to embark on something that I know nothing about, it's like that fear of the unknown. So I I break it down. And what I'll do is I just go through the why method. I ask myself, you know, why I'm afraid. Um, And then when I give myself that answer, which is normally an excuse, then I ask myself again, why? So every time I answer Mm -hmm. myself, you know, I ask myself why. And when you get to the bottom of it, there is a core reason, you know, for the fear. And sometimes it doesn't look anything like the actual fear you thought it was. You know, it's something different. I use, um, you know, my fear of technology. So crazy as that sounds, I have not, like, gotten myself into the, you know, the new millennium with with technology. I am still very old school. You give me a computer or a notebook, and I'm going to write in the notebook. You know, the computer, I'm sure, is a bazillion times faster, right? But technology is just not me. So I ask myself, why, you know, why are you, why do you fear this? And my first answer back is because I don't like it. Well, mm. Why don't you like it? Because I don't know how. Why do you not know how? Because I haven't researched it. I haven't tried to learn. Why mm. haven't you tried to learn? Because it aggravates me. Why does it aggravate you? And so the bottom line of this is, is some days I may only have to ask myself why about something maybe two or three times. Other times I may have to ask myself 20 whys because it depends on how many excuses I want to give myself, right? So the bottom line to the technology thing is, is that my lack of knowledge of technology makes me feel less than. It mm-hmm. makes me feel that I am not in control of my own situation. And so I'm big on being in control, of course, of my own situation. But if I, um, if I can't do this, then I ignore it because I don't want to give away, I don't want to relinquish my control by giving that over to someone else to do instead of me. So I just ignore it. Well, 
in my business, as you know, Ms. Tess, <laughs> in my business, you cannot ignore technology or you won't have a business, right? Right. <laughs> There's no way around that. There's no way around Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So I've come to terms with myself, and my solution to this is, is I have hired someone to set up all of the platforms of technology that I desire, and I have, I have committed to myself to learn this technology with training so that I am back in control of my own situation. So this this why method works, I mean, it works every time because if you're honest with yourself, you will get to the core source of that fear because fear isn't unless, you know, it's something that is going to cause you harm it's really an illusion. It's just something that we create in our own mind. And if you really break it down and you're honest with yourself, you'll get to the bottom of it, and then you can figure out what to do from there. But fear thrives on the unknown. And, you know, once you plan for that unknown, like worst-case scenario, what could what what is the worst thing that could possibly happen if your fear came to fruition? If it became a reality, what would the worst-case scenario be? If you plan for that worst-case scenario, there's no longer unknown, and fear loses its power over you. So if you plan for it and you ask yourself why and you just really get to the bottom of it, fear can be, can be beaten every time. So that, that's, my, uh, that's my take on fear. Uh, because it just stops so many people. It is such a um, crusher of dreams, you know. Is is the fear can just keep you paralyzed, and um, you know you'll just stay stuck. That is absolutely true, uh, and I like what you're saying about um, you know everything that you you face with. You ask yourself why. There's something that you're fearful about. You ask yourself, why? Why am I fearful of this? And mm-hmm. I think that that's a, that's a great um, way to uh, address fear. So a lot of people out there are listening. I mean, they can learn something from what you just shared with us, that you ask yourself why you're afraid of something. So when you ask yourself why you're afraid of something, then if you start thinking about, well, why am I afraid about this? Because I'm really not, it's no reason for me to be afraid to do this. Right. Because once you, you identify it, it's just something you made up. It's an illusion. Exactly. So I love that. It's, it's an, I yeah, love that it's an illusion. you say that, you know. <laughs> you ask yourself every time, why do I not like computers? Or why do I I'll get fearful about the the computer world? Well, you're doing what it takes to to overcome that. You've already gotten professional help to address those things. So right. I think that's that's fantastic. Awesome. So what are, uh, what is your everyday regiment like? I mean, as a, a leader and an entrepreneur, what tips can you tell our audience that make your day successful? Well, I would definitely say having a plan. I am a big huge advocate of having a plan for just about everything. Um, so so having a plan, I I usually spend Sunday afternoons um, 
you know, planning my week because it just makes things, it makes your entire week flow. So if you know what you're going to do, you know when you're going to do it, um, you know, it, it just it just makes everything so much easier and cuts out any of the chaos. So, you know, I have things. I do work a nine-to-five, um, you know, 40 to 50 hours a week. And so I also have, you know, the two businesses um, of my own as an entrepreneur. So, you know, time management is huge for me. I can't, um, you know, I can't just run willy-nilly because <laughs> something's going to miss out. So, um, you know, I really manage my time. And one thing that I have learned um, is that this has been just so key for me, is I spend usually about three hours a week, three solid hours, of focusing just on what my goals are. So it may mm-hmm. be an overall goal. It may be a goal for that week. But I take those three hours solid, no phone, no interruptions, no Facebook notifications, nothing but me and my work. And, you know, I liken it to, to doing laundry. It's like some people do laundry. They, they always say do a load of laundry every day. You'll keep up with it. Well, for me, if I do a load of laundry every day, then laundry is never ending, right? It, it's like it just it, it, you never finish the laundry because you're just steady doing the laundry. So mm-hmm. I do laundry once a week. Well, it's kind of the same premise with spending those three hours instead of because let's face it, with having two businesses and a nine-to-five, if I came home in the evenings and I worked every single evening, just got in whatever I could fit in each evening, I would never stop working. I would be working from sunup to well past sundown every single day with the 9 to 5 and the businesses. So if I take those three hours and I focus in, and I mean laser focus in on what I want to accomplish, then I have the rest of my week to do whatever else I need to do I'm not just trying to fit things in and never completing it. Um, it has This has given me the opportunity to accomplish more, just by practicing this, accomplishing more in the last three months than I have accomplished in the last 18 months because mm. I'm not spreading it out all through the week and all through the weekend and, you know, not having time for family, the grandkids, you know, self-care, whatever, because I was constantly just hustling, constantly grinding, you know, from the time I got home from work until well past when I should have been in the bed. But now that I do this, um, it's just amazing what you can accomplish. I mean, you know, think about like when you're going to have company and you you find out at the last minute you're going to have company. How fast can you get that house cleaned up? In the, mm. in the bathroom wiped out. You know what I mean? Because you're going to have company. It's kind of I, along the same lines as that, is that I have these three hours and I need to just, I'm just going to focus on this and I'm going to get it done as quickly as I possibly can. And here's my time block. And it, it's amazing. I mean, I do my homework from my coach. I, I just, 
create content, you name it. And, and it's just such a productive time. Um, so for me, planning, I am a huge advocate of written plans. And I say written for the simple reason is if you just have a plan in your mind, when things become uncomfortable or become difficult, you'll change the game plan, you know, to make it a little bit easier. But if it's in writing, you can go back to it and you can look at it and say, yep, that's what I planned on accomplishing. You know, it's getting a little rough, but but this is the goal because this is what's written down. So you won't easily change your mind and just, well, maybe I didn't want to really accomplish all that. Yes, you did. It's in writing. So for me, the planning, the time, you know, the time blocking um, are huge. But, you know, I have I have two grandsons, and I like to spend time with them. I have one son. So, you know, I need some, some quality time, you know, for me as well. Because I, I think that's the biggest thing is when we become entrepreneurs, um, you know, along with the nine to five. And even if you don't have the nine to five, when you become an entrepreneur, it's very important, especially if you are working from home, to draw a line in the sand and decide when you are done working for the day. And that doesn't mean, you know, like midnight. That means at a normal time. You know, like maybe right. like you're actually leaving a building at work and going to get in your car. You know, when we work at home, we just let it be endless. <laughs> right. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I know you do. Wow. I you do. Uh, yeah, I understand. Trust me. Well, mm-hmm. I love that. Um, another question I'd like to ask you, um, now that you shared uh, with our audience, how important it is to set a plan in a block out time, because now you see a difference in how productive you are now because, you block out those three hours, and whereas right. before you didn't do that, you've got, you've accomplished more in the last few months than you've done in the last what eighteen months you said or six, yes months, yes at, at eighteen months at least yes absolutely that's that's awesome. So now that you you've shared with our audience, what really motivates you, Don? What what motivates you? What motivates me the most is seeing people recognize their worth and and see them come into themselves. See them, you know, help accompany them on their journey to finding themselves again is like the most rewarding thing ever to see someone's confidence come back, to see someone's magic come back. I I think that so many times people are walking through this world and they're almost like robots, you know, Mm -hmm. void of of self-feeling. Of course they have, you know, sympathy and empathy for others and, and, you know, kids and family members and whatever, but just so many times they just lose themselves. So for me, um, the, the the biggest is just seeing people come into themselves again um, and, and, you know, remember how to love themselves again. And um, mm-hmm. so on that level, just 
you know, and that's why I chose, you know, the coaching because it, it's just, it fills my heart so much. Um, as, and, and on another, on a whole nother spectrum, I just love, you know, transformation of any kind. So one of the things that I absolutely love doing is um, repurposing furniture. It, it just, oh. It's the most relaxing thing ever. And to take a piece of furniture that's, you know, ready for the junk pile and just make it into this magnificent, beautiful piece again, you know. Um, so that's, that's one of my hobbies. But, but really what motivates me um, the most is just, you know, helping others. That it, it just really um, fills me up. Just fills my heart. That's great. That was what. That was my next question for you. Um, was what has it been? You know, the most satisfying moment in in late in basically being a leader. And you kind of answered that already, because you know when you like to help people. Oh my goodness, there's you can't put. There's no measurement on how much you need to do for or help someone else. So I think that um, listening to you and how you share your story, uh, how you operate each day, and, and the accomplishments that you've, you've uh, made, I mean, that's, that's, that's awesome. Because you came to Mississippi and didn't know anybody. Right. And look, right. look what he, you made a decision. And this is what I'm not, I want the audience to to hear that you made a decision that you were going to do something different in your life. You were sitting at the Success Women's Conference and said, hey, I'm going to make a decision and do something different. So you didn't know anybody. You started showing up and you started being persistent and building relationships, collaborating with people in that will, when you collaborate with people like that, it will take you so much further in your life, not only oh. in a business world, but your personal life as well. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I just, I look at all of the, the, the organizations that you're a member of, and I want you to tell our audience some of the, the um, organizations that you're a member of. I was reading your bio, and I'm going like, okay, people need to know the organization that you're a part of and that you're not just a part of, and you are actively involved. So share with our audience of all of the different organizations that you are part of. Oh, gosh. <laughs> One of my absolute um, favorites is Lighthouse Business and Professional Women. Um, that organization, that group is just, um, you know, fantastic. And it, it, it's business women. And the funny story about it is, is that when I went to the Success Women's Conference, I, I talked about that, and I was like, I have to find out who put on this conference. This is just absolutely amazing. And so I looked at the, um, the, the uh, gosh, the brochure, I, and I can't think of the word, but anyways, the program, the program. I looked at the program, mm -hmm. and that year, um, Success was partnered with Lighthouse Business and Professional Women. And so I, I found it, and I'm like, I have to find out. And I, I, I saw Kern Cherry's name, and I saw Dorsey Wilson's name. And so I said, oh, my goodness, I have to 
I have to find out where these women are. And so I saw the lighthouse business and professional women. And so I went to the next, I signed up right online that same day. I signed up for membership in that group. And um, I went to a, a, the next luncheon and I, you know, um, very strategically bumped into Kern Sherry and met her that day. So, okay. Um, okay. That is, that, and that's where the collaboration started. You know, that that was it right there. We we started a friendship and a collaboration that day. But I was very strategic because I wanted to find out who these women were because I didn't I didn't know them. Um, so uh, I ended up, you know, just becoming a member. And now I sit. I am the vice president of um, membership for that organization. And again. Um, you know, it's just showing up. It's just continually showing up and offering of yourself instead of asking for things first. Um, that That's one of the biggest lessons um, that people should understand is that when you are in collaboration, you are, you are trying to build collaboration, it's very important to give of yourself and not go in asking for anything. And and Absolutely. so you know, volunteer, do you know, do what um, do what you can do to help, um, and and it'll all come back to you tenfold. Um, also, the Success Women's Conference. Um, I was blessed enough to be able to speak at that conference last year, which really meant something to me because two years prior, you know, I was sitting in that audience with tears running down my face. So. Um, oh my goodness. You know, yeah, yeah. So, so awesome. last year, yeah. So last year I got to speak, and so that was like, oh, that was like the ultimate, the ultimate. Um, so I, uh, I sit on the board uh, for that conference as well. Um, the Gulfport uh, Chamber of Commerce. I sit on the board for them. Uh, Back okay. Bay Advisory Council. You know, it, it, it's like I, I just. Um, you know, I look at, at organizations and, uh, and groups and, and what they do and how I can contribute, um, and, and then I just go for it, you know. They're, that's all you mm-hmm. do is just go for it. I mean, put your name in the hat for whatever there is that you think you may be interested in. All they can do is say no. The first year I, right. you know, I, I applied to be, you know, on the uh, Chamber of Commerce board, you know, I wasn't chosen. I just put my name in the next year, and then I was, you know. Um, Leadership Gulf Coast was a a class, you know. It's um, 38 people are chosen. There's, you know, hundreds of applicants, and 38 people are chosen each year um, to be in that program here on the Gulf Coast. And um, very interesting, just teaches. So many things about the coast and, you know, what goes on here and what organizations are at work. Um, so that was really an honor to be chosen for that as well. Um, but, you know, like I said, Tess, I just, you know, I I just sign up. That's, that's it. Yeah. You show up <laughs> and you sign up. And all they can do yeah. is they know, and then next year you just sign up again. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Because I'm, I'm listening to you talk, and I'm saying, like, you're a member of the, uh, the Chamber of Commerce Board, you, you the Back Bay Mission Advisory Council, Leadership Gulf Coast graduate, uh, VIP membership for the, uh, 
the chair for the Lighthouse Business and Professional Women. Um, you you on the chair of the Success Women's Conference. Oh gosh, where you're serving, you know, thousands of women nationally. I mean, right. And then I right. want to I don't want to leave out the Habitat for Humanity uh, right. women. Uh, oh my goodness, where you you building leadership. I mean, I mean, gosh, done. Uh, you you. You are a perfect example of a person who has a made-up mind. And that's, you were that's all it takes. This, I'm sorry? That's all it takes in a sense. You just make up your mind. Yeah, and just it's go a made-up mind. It. And I'm, I'm listening to you. I'm going like, okay, you were sitting in the audience three years ago at the Success, Success Women's Conference with tears going down your face saying, I want to do something different for my life, and look what you have done in the last three years. You are now your speaker last year at the Success Women's Conference, whereas before you were sitting in the audience crying. Right. right. So this is what I want people to understand, that it doesn't matter about where you were yesterday. It's what you want no. to do today. Because so today is a brand-new baby day. Yep. And it, it's Today, all in what it's all in what goals that you set for yourself, and you know, do your research. If you don't know how to do it, there there is not one single thing in this day and age that that if you want to do it, that you cannot find out how to do it. I mean, downright, yeah. you even probably watch a YouTube video on it. So there, yeah. there's no excuses. It's not 30 years ago where you you know you had to go to a library to figure it out. You, you can do it right in your own home and just research of what it takes. I mean, I didn't know what to do to become a speaker or start my own business. I hired a coach. I hired okay. a coach. You know, I hired yeah, my awesome. first coach was a business coach because I had to understand, you know, what what having a business entailed. And she was also a speaker um, and an author, but she was first and foremost a business coach. So she helped me, you know, um, on the basis of my speech, but she helped me, you know, understand how to, you know, choose an LLC or, you know, proprietorship. or I mean, I want to, you, you can't just guess at things, you know. You have to invest in yourself. If you want to level up, um, you have to, to just invest in yourself. And I, now, even though I started my business, you know, just about two years ago, I was at a point, you know, six months ago where I was stuck because of the technology thing. And so I had to come to terms with myself and understand that in order for me to level up and go to my next, I had to invest in myself by investing in a coach because, you know, coaches need coaches. You know, who coaches the coach? You you, you have to continue. I believe that you have to almost continually be coached, and it doesn't have to be the same coach. You know, Mm -hmm. I've I've had a business coach. I've had a speaking coach, and, and, you know, now I have a different type of coach. So it's like you, you you have to understand what you need at that point in time that you need it. So I didn't Absolutely. need someone to help me with technology two years ago. I needed somebody to explain to me what an LLC was. <laughs> you know? Okay. Um, so right. you you got you gotta you know, you gotta uh you know, hire your coaches, um, 
for what you need when you need it because you're going to be at all mm-hmm. different levels. But once you set yeah. your mind to it, you can do anything there is, anything. Absolutely. Because you are the architect of your own life. Who no yes. to choose for you unless you allow them to choose for you? I love that, Don. Mm. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Don, if uh, if our audience wanted to reach out to you and get services from you, um, how can they reach you? I would love for anyone to reach out to me um, through my email. Uh, my email is finally free. The number one LLC at gmail dot com. So finally free. The number one. LLC at gmail.com. I would love to hear from anyone. I also am on Facebook under Dawn Leak. I'm on Facebook as well. My business um, account is Dawn Leak Finally Free LLC. So either way, Instagram, Dawn Leak. I'm there. I'm all around. (laughs) Awesome, awesome, awesome. So what's one thing that you'd like to, to... Share with our audience about success, being a leader. One thing. One thing. I will leave you with my most absolute favorite quote. She believed she could, so she did. It's all in your mind. Whatever you believe, you can do. Okay, repeat that one more time so we, the audience can get this. All right. She believed she could, so she did. I love it. Awesome. Awesome, Don. <laughs> love my favorite. Love That's your favorite. She believed she could, so she did. So she did. So All she right. did. All right. If you believe awesome. it, you will. That's right. You, you're a perfect example of a person who believed that you can do anything. Three years ago, you were in a different place. And three oh, yeah. years later, you have excelled to the highest positions that you set your mind to. So I say congratulations on being the person that you are. And you're Thank giving you so back. Much. You're giving back, and that's so important. So I'd like to open up the call to some callers who maybe have questions for Don. So um, we'll open up the call for anyone who wants to ask Don questions. Hey, Don, this is Kern. Hey, Kern, how are you? Hey, Kern. I don't know if you asked, uh, mentioned what's your next project. What what things are you, do you have coming up? Kern Cherry, I have <laughs> a book anthology that is on the just going right now as we speak. Um, okay. My book, the anthology is called Finally Free, and it is focused on people that are. Tenacious, fearless, bold, and triumphant that have kind of kicked fear's butt, and um, they are on the other side now. 
Um, and so it's going to be 30 authors telling their story, um, you know, about rendering fear powerless. Because like I said, you know, fear is, is such a uh, killer of dreams. And, um, you know, sometimes we have to make bold, bold moves in order to, to get where we want to be. And fear can hold us back from that. So this is a story, um, this is an anthology of, you know, 30 authors that will uh, be telling their story of how they conquered fear and got to the other side. So um, thank you, Kern. And I am definitely still looking for um, a few authors. So if anybody's interested in that, I would love to speak to them. Perfect opportunity. Awesome. Congratulations. Uh, congratulations, Don. Thank you so much. Karen, you have any other questions for, for Don? Well, I, you know, I didn't hear the first part, but I'm just going to say what, um, you know, since we all know fear is almost in living form at times, what, what really made you push out and finally have the courage to start doing the things that you're doing now. I know you talked about being at success and, you know, just realizing, you know, where you were and where you wanted to go. But a lot of people, even though they realize that, they still don't move. So what empowered you to do something to to take the leap? It just really takes some self-discipline. Um, for me, fear still, you know, tries to attack on a regular basis. And, and so we all know what we're capable of inside. So if we're thinking something, um, you know, that, that wasn't put there by us. So things, all of these ideas and these fabulous things come to our mind. Um, I am under the strong belief that if, if these ideas are coming to me, I'm, I'm called to do them. Um, and, and so I really have to be disciplined to understand when, um, you know, fear, I consider fear the enemy. So when fear is trying to creep in, I really have to be self-disciplined um, and, and just know what my heart is, know that that I know that I'm capable of more. I know what I want to do. So some days it's rough, but, you know, you just, I, I just push through it. And I, and I know that there are so many fabulous things that I want to do still. Um, and if I let fear hold me back, then I'll just be sitting, you know, um, growing old saying, what if? So um, really motivating to me is having a tribe of people um, that support me and that encourage me because sometimes I, you know, we all do. We question ourselves. Should I really be doing this? Or what about if I can't do this? Um, It's very important to have a tribe of supporters um, that are really for you. That's the key, really for you. You know, not in competition with you, but for you, that supports you, um, you know, and can help you through. And always, I really feel also strongly, to all, you know, don't have your tribe be people that are all at the same level that you're at. 
you have to have people that are levels above you so that you can continue to grow and learn. Um, that is key. That is key. You know, always have your goals set, set your goals high, and always have mentors, um, you know, and collaborate with people that are levels above you. That's, that's the way to learn and to be motivated. Awesome. Well said, Don. Well said. Thank you, ma'am. Well, thank you, Karen, for coming coming on and asking a question. Uh, we have another caller. Hi, Don. This is Yolanda Jerry. Hi, Tess. <laughs> Hi, Yolanda. How so, are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, I do have a question for Dawn. Uh, this is just, you know, I know I know Dawn, but I do have a question. How do you, because um, I know a lot of people, you know, they try to find balance in their life, right? Because we mm-hmm. are, we have we wear many hats. We try to do so many, well, we do so many things. I ain't going to say try, we just do. So how, mm-hmm. where, how do you balance your personal life and your professional life? Um, again, I say a plan, like I have rocks in my schedule, like there are nights there, you know, Wednesday nights and Saturday nights, those are like date nights. Okay. So nothing, nothing is going to happen on Wednesday night or Saturday night. Um, you know, I just have rocks in my schedule, um, that, that are just non-negotiable. And so um, I think it's very important to decide what those rocks are and just make it non-negotiable. I mean, I have time with my grandsons, and that's not, that is non-negotiable. Um, and, and not be afraid when we are asked to do so many things and to support so many things and be involved in so many things, I learned, um, you know, Two years ago, I learned that you have to be um, okay saying no because you don't have to say yes to everything because you have to keep that work-life balance. You have to understand that when you're at home, just because you're at home, you know, working on your computer or whatever, you're still working. So you have to kind of draw the line in the sand of this is when I'm done working. So I'm not going to work past 6 o'clock today. I'm going to spend the rest of this evening with my family or doing whatever I want to do. Um, I think that's just just disciplined. And and I have my whole week worked out. So I know that, you know, Sunday afternoon is my planning day, and so that's what's going to happen. I'm going to plan. I'm going to do laundry. I mean, I just really have it planned out. Monday night, you know, I – I spend the three hours just working on my businesses. And then Tuesdays, it's open, you know, Wednesday, date night. Thursday, I do client support. You know, I work with my clients on Thursdays. Um, Friday, I do the Facebook Live for my Facebook group. And Saturdays, it's all about me. So Saturday during the day is all about me. Saturday night, date night, you know. And so I just kind of set those rocks in my schedule that are just non-negotiable. Um, it's hard to do. It's easy to let other people throw you off um, by saying yes. 
you know, they, they'll, they'll ask you to do things that are going to, you know, um, infringe on the rocks in your schedule. And you just have to learn that no is a full sentence. That's it. You know, be intentional. Intentional, I'm sorry, be intentional about what you say yes to. And when I, I used to say yes to everything. Everything, no matter what anybody asked me, I just wanted to be part. So I'd say yes to everything. Um, and I learned uh, when it darn near took me out because I was so exhausted and stressed out, I learned that I had to be very intentional about what I say yes to and what all it's going to entail. How much time is it going to take? Do I really want to do this or am I just saying yes? You know, so so just think your way through it. But you know, set your set your rocks in that schedule, girl, and don't you know, just don't non-negotiable. Sorry, can't do it that day. <laughs> and and I really admire you for taking the weekends off, Doctor Jerry, off uh, social media. That's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I just started that, and I was like, that's a non-negotiable for me. I'm not getting on social media on the weekends anymore. That's my time for me and my yeah. family. So. It is what it is. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess we don't have another question. Well, Don, I want to thank you. Don Lake, was, oh, you've been so uh, phenomenal on this call. I mean, you just really, I'm sure somebody out there in the audience, you have moved and inspired them to do more because you have set in you a perfect example of, of a person making a decision that you want to do something different with your life. You are a perfect example. So I want to thank you. Tell the audience one more time, Don, exactly your email and how they can reach you. All right. Most um, Tess, thank you so much for having me. I've so enjoyed. And, and to the audience, thank you so much for listening um, and tuning yeah. in. Um, if you would like to reach me, again, my email is finallyfree1llc at gmail.com. Um, also, I am on Facebook under Don Leak. Um, and, uh, you know, Facebook, Dawn Leak, Finally Free, LLC, and Instagram, Dawn Leak. Um, just hit me up. I, I would love uh-huh. to talk to anyone. Fantastic. Okay. Awesome. Well, Don, thank you. Don Leak, guys, so thankful for having you as a guest, and I look forward to talking to you very soon. And, guys, Go out and have a fantastic evening. I love you guys to the moon and back. Take care. Stay tuned to next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Central Time. Good night, everyone. Thanks, Don. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Good night.